0: Welcome back to another episode of Laser Graves. Uh, I'm your co host, E.K. Wimmer.
1: Hey, E.K. Wimmer. I am Mariah Rose Wimmer.
0: And I hope everybody had a good holiday season. Uh, We got through those Christmas episodes. I I enjoyed them, but.
1: Did you have a favorite?
0: I'm not going to say. They're like my children. I would, yeah, it was elves. <laughs> Shut up. It's elves. Uh, I don't know if I need to do a Christmas episode every single week next year, but maybe we'll just do like the Christmas episode.
1: I actually feel like we should start when Hallmark begins their Christmas season in July.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. We'll I feel do like that. we should just do Christmas six months out of the year. Yeah,
0: Well, we got through the holidays, except we've got one more holiday left. It's not
1: Christmas. Calm down, people.
0: Tonight, because it is New Year's Eve. Well, unless you're not a good listener and listening to this the day it came out, then shame on you.
1: Yeah, maybe it's like 10 years in the future and they just found this and they'll be like, whoa, well, those that would be awkward.
0: Yeah. Podcasting
1: in 2019. Yeah.
0: Coming to you <laughs> live from the past.
1: Oh, or maybe it's like a hundred years in the future and it's historians pouring through I, old com- podcasts. Um, Comment down.
0: I I think you're getting a little ahead of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh this is our New Year's Eve episode. We're very excited because we are launching into the new year. We've got some great ideas, some Some big plans. You do. I have mediocre
1: ideas. Right. I'm just informing you of what we're going to be doing.
0: And you're like, yeah, cool. But (sighs) this week, we are tackling a film that was the perfect fit for Laser Graves and for New Year's Eve. I would say
1: it's a beautiful conclusion and also a vibrant new beginning.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
1: I smell that. (laughs) It does. It does it's, sound like maybe like it's for a douche or something. Vibrant beginnings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, speaking of vibrant beginnings, uh, this week we are doing 2020 Texas Gladiators, mm-hmm. which is also under a billion other names because it's an Italian film. Oh yeah. Keep in mind, this is an Italian film taking place in air quotes, Texas. (laughs) (laughs) People who have clearly never
1: been to Texas.
0: Uh, If you are a listener of this podcast, you know we do have a special place in our heart for post-apocalyptic films, especially ones made in Italy. So this one fits right in there, and it was a blast to watch. But we're gonna we're gonna hold on that for a second and stick a pin in it. Talk about the last thrift store finds of 2019. Oh, okay. so I am finishing off this year what? on a high note. What because, did you find? You know, I was kind of lagging there for a couple, like yeah. a month or so.
1: You were having rough times.
0: I, I went out and I just things started appearing, and mm. I was like, oh hey. And by the time I was done. It was only like, you know, one day I just went out, I picked a Saturday and I just found a bunch of really cool stuff. My highlights, because I did find a bunch of stuff, my highlights were um, uh, both Willow and the Princess Bride film adaptation books, the novels. Oh, yeah. These were really cool. And then I found a bunch of,
1: I don't buy a whole lot of DVDs, but... Wait, hold on. Yeah. Film adaptation. So The Princess Bride was a book. Right. I, I don't know if Willow was or was not. This is a film adaptation of the film being an adaptation of a book?
0: Yeah, that's pretty common, actually, where uh. the, what they'll do is the the book comes out, then the movie comes out, and then what they do is kind of...
1: Like, dummy it down. So they, that... they adapt
0: it to the way the film went, and then they'll insert, like, in the middle... Um, production stills from the film and stuff like that so it's more of an accompaniment to the film okay yeah it is really it was a cool find so i found that in willow i found some horror dvds uh i I don't pick those up often but these were some some pretty cool ones a lot of the masters of horror series which i've been after because they didn't come out on vhs uh and then i found a real
1: gem uh on cassette tape what did you find i don't remember two live crew oh I saw... I didn't even see it in person. I saw it on your Instagram. I'm counting... Is this what our marriage is?
0: One, two, three, four booties and thongs. Let me oh, let me cover. look at it. Yeah. Oh. That's a cover. Those thongs are up there. That's what I found. So my thrift store finds were <laughs> a couple 80s books, <laughs> some DVDs, and a two live crew cassette. Okay. <laughs> what do you got?
1: Um, just one thing one glorious thing oh okay do you know do you remember what i found i don't oh good so i walked into the thrift store and our oldest daughter was with me and i was just walking and she was talking to me and there it was right at eye level on a shelf Several other people walked right past it, didn't even give it a second thought.
0: Oh, What could they have poss- possibly passed up that you, you grabbed?
1: It was a rubber hand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Forgot about that dumb thing.
1: It's like thick and solid, but floppy. It's it, not like a. Yeah. It's not like Halloweeny. It's like maybe it goes on a display case in a nail salon.
0: It looks, yes, it kind of also looks like a bad prop from like a shot on video horror. Mm -hmm. Like where the guy gets his hand cut off and then he tucks his hand inside his shirt and then they shoot that hand on the ground.
1: Oh, I just did that with our oldest. I stuck it in my sleeve and tried to make her shake (laughs) my hand. Of course you did. (laughs) And then I bought it. And (laughs) now it's on our mantle.
0: And it's not like uh, anatomically correct.
1: No, it's like a deformed hand for sure. For sure. Yep. Well, I'm the, glad you bought that. uh-huh. It was best ninety nine cents I've ever spent. <laughs>
0: Wait a way to close out the year on yeah. a high note.
1: Yeah, it's the sound of one hand clapping,
0: yep, uh, one rubber rubber hand. rubber hand slapping.
1: Oh, no, nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you,
0: okay. well, let's get into it. Our final episode of the year, our it's new fun. year's eve episode mm-hmm. twenty twenty Texas gladiators. From 1982. This is an earlier episode. We don't do a lot of early 80s.
1: No, why would we? Because we're
0: definitely suckers for the films we knew as kids in the 80s.
1: We are. And yeah. we were babies.
0: We were babies. But I feel like it at, in 82, when I was like learning how to crawl or walk or whatever. I hope
1: you were walking by 82. I
0: was skipping by 82. Okay. I I was aware that in somewhere in Italy, there was a film being made... About uh, the future Mm -hmm. in Texas. In
1: Texas. You were so close to Texas. I was was very
0: close to Texas. Well, no, not here. Well, yeah, I was still close to Texas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there you go. I could sense it. Mm
1: -hmm. This was your future and the actual future. It was a good
0: future if this was my future. I don't know.
1: So this movie opens up with, I guess it's just a bunch of people creeping around killing each other.
0: It's kind of like a deadly game of laser tag.
1: <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> of I see shooting that. Shooting and killing. There are... And, okay, like let's just set this on the table right now. None of this makes any logical sense.
0: This whole film is a disaster, but...
1: It's a delightful disaster.
0: Directed by Joe D'Amato, who who knows what false name he went under for this one?
1: Gordon Falconcheck.
0: I'm sure it's something really clever to sound uh, Texan, maybe.
1: Oh, I like it, Ranger. Oh, let me look it up. Okay.
0: For this movie, he went as Kevin Mancuso.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm
0: gonna just say Jay or Joe D'Amato sounds more American.
1: I mean, they're like the same.
0: They are. So this was directed by Joe D'Amato. And you know who wrote it?
1: Mm, Joe (laughs) D'Amato.
0: No. Uh, George Eastman. Who's that? You'll better know him from a previous episode as Big Ape.
1: Oh, Big (laughs) Ape. (laughs) Big Ape wrote this?
0: Yeah, from After the Fall of New York. Did
1: he act in this? No,
0: he didn't act in it. He just wrote it. What? But what I love is...
1: How did you even find this?
0: Uh, this There's this crazy site on the internet called IMDb. Mm. And it tells you credits.
1: I've heard people speak of this. It's
0: it's like sorcery.
1: Whoa. Yeah. What did we do without IMDb?
0: I loved After the Fall of New York. Oh. It was really cool.
1: I do like I'm that. a
0: fan that all of these Italian... Post-apocalyptic films have to have a number in them.
1: They exist in the same universe, like, um, oh, all of the Marvel.
0: <laughs> this is the equivalent of the yeah. Marvel universe, mm-hmm. but in Italy. Uh-huh. Well, so he wrote it. Yeah, Big Ape wrote this one. Okay. Thank you, Big Ape, for this real gem.
1: Okay. So let's get to it. There are a bunch of people creeping around, killing each other. And for reasons that remain elusive to this story, Date. There are people whose faces are painted green. They're crucifying a priest for some reason. Oh,
0: oh! there's like nuns being violated. There's a knife to the head.
1: It's all nonsense. Oh,
0: you know what's not nonsense? What? This score. This The music. And you kept nonsense. talking about the this. This is good. Good stuff, man. Top notch. It was done by uh, Carlo Maria Cordito, and I looked him up. And he is no joke. So this score, I loved. Would you like to know um, what else he did? Yeah. Uh, That guy did some serious scores from the 80s.
1: For example?
0: Pieces. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Ator and Iron Warrior, two really great sword and sorcery films. I have
1: no knowledge of these.
0: Zombie 5, Beyond the Door 2, and another part 2 that you will know very, very well. Troll 2. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, quality. Troll Always film, comes back around To this Troll film opens 2.
0: up with quality
1: Holy guacamole, Troll 2 Okay Okay, so we're back at it And while green face guys Are killing priests and Violating nuns Some, like, scantily clad Really buff men come in And it's unclear Like, you don't Get a sense of what's happening. They're all fighting each other, and I guess they're like gladiators.
0: I thought they were just like vigilantes.
1: They later go by Rangers, like in the last (laughs) five minutes. Like they're Texas Rangers, I guess.
0: Yeah. Uh, Would you like to know their names? Yeah. I think there's five of them total. Uh, Nissus or Nissus. Nissus is the leader. Jab is one of them. Okay. Catch dog, who we're going to get to know. Will Catch dog's (laughs) going to be a major player uh halicron (laughs) okay they're just making shit up now and red wolf who who was the total you were
1: impressed i was very
0: impressed by red wolf
1: (laughs) so uh,
0: was a badass
1: these rangers come Uh in they they they're victorious in this fight but it's unclear at this point if they're good or bad and i mean Nobody's good or bad in this movie.
0: They have kind of a uniform, too, which is just pants. But then they have the string of bullets over their yeah, chest.
1: And oiled chest.
0: But they all have a string of bullets. Yeah, like, you gotta. It's just really funny. It's like you're if you're going to be in our group, which we do find out. They have a group with established rules, apparently. Very clear rules. Yeah, At uh, least one. One of those rules is you wear a string of bullets across your chest.
1: And the other, Catch Dog, illustrates for us. Because Catch Dog, after the fighting subsides... They all kind of split all of the semi-nude rangers. Mm -hmm. They split to kind of double check that all the bad guys are dead. Right. Catch Dog. uh, (laughs) Catch
0: Dog. Dumb name.
1: (laughs) uh, He's my nemesis. Mine is Cuddle Dog. (laughs) Um, So Catch Dog finds a woman who, let's just put it out there right now, Gwen Stefani stole her look.
0: Yeah, I would, if somebody said this is Gwen Stefani's sister, I'd be like, yeah, of course it is.
1: Yeah, or her mom. But she's,
0: like, a much more seductive Gwen, Gwen, like, Gwen Stefani's like, ugh, I'm a punk girl. This chick's, like, Italian babe.
1: She's stunning, and (laughs) she has such white blonde hair and such tan skin that you can't really look at her for very long. But
0: not creepy tan, not like, um what is the there's something about Mary kind of tan skin <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> maybe nowadays like babe knows?
0: tan like she's just <laughs> she's, she's just very a very easy on the eyes and this is the person who catch dog
1: he finds her and she's like huddled on the floor and I don't know does she have on like a doctor's coat for some reason like but it's torn up and exposing her breast catch dog cannot resist and he's like never mind gonna rape her and he starts to go for that, and then Nisus, one of the rangers, comes in.
0: He's like the head ranger.
1: mm No, it's the other guy. Red Wolf? Y- nope. Jab. It's, I don't know. The guy that go. Halicron. Yes. Halic-
0: cactron I'm going to say
1: Jab. Let's go with Jab. Nissus jab comes, sounds like a leader. Nissus comes in, and he stops Catch Dog from this rape, and is like... You're banned from this group. Bye-bye. But um, in the meantime, the babe, who we learn is named Maida or Maida? No, Maida. Maida. She looks at Nissus, who is... He's got, like, blonde hair and a beard and (laughs) definitely not... Like a match for Maida. Oh, this is
0: a huge mismatch. Yes.
1: Anyway, she looks at him and says, everybody else in your group has like dead eyes or something, but you have kind eyes. And then we just skip ahead in the future and learn that he, Nissus has left the Rangers and has now like a 10-year-old with (laughs) So
0: So jarring. Even just one little title card that said, you know... Seven years later yep, or something like anything. that. But nope. no, we just have to put that together. Luckily, we're really smart on laser graves and we could deduce that this was in the future now.
1: Well, we did some math mm-hmm. and we figured it out.
0: I figured that this was probably when this was all happening was like 2017 or 2015, somewhere around there. But I think I'd safe to say it's probably like 2020 uh-huh. when this is all happening. Yeah, now. I think you're right. Yeah.
1: Like 2020.
0: 2020, because these are, like, Texas gladiators, for For sure.
1: Okay. So, (laughs) wherever we catch up with Maida Nisus, or Nisus, they're now living in a place where they have some sort of electrical energy, and we kind of hear somebody talk about, like, after an atomic war.
0: Oh, yeah, that just little throwaway line.
1: They're like... Oh, the atomic war happened and now everybody's fighting. And then a bunch of dirt bikers are coming at this, what is essentially a power plant. And we know this because people in overalls keep like using those Big wrenches to like twist and untwist steaming pipes. Open. Right,
0: yeah, very Charlie <laughs> Chaplin like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just like they got some access to to an old power plant or water plant. Who even knows what it is? And they just put some dry ice in pipes.
0: Yeah, and then, I. So what I love. Is that next we get a motorcycle gang? Yes. And this post-apocalyptic film, not only a motorcycle gang, they have spikes on. So many,
1: very Mad Max.
0: Very much so. Very like um, D-level Mad Max, but
1: oh, or like F-level. I don't know. Z-level.
0: I enjoyed every moment of it, but they're the. There's a biker gang. Yes. And this is where we're like, wait, we have to basically put it together in real time as it's happening. But guess who is the leader apparently of this biker gang? Catch Dog.
1: Catch Dog, yes. The exiled the catch dog.
0: Pesky old catch but dog.
1: You're overselling this. You're calling them a biker gang. They're yeah. on dirt bikes. Every last one of them is like, meh, meh, yeah, but that's
0: on a, a post apocalyptic bike. biker gang. They're all on dirt bikes because they have to be able to the like,
1: hogs? they
0: have to be able to like, uh, weave, weave their way through the wastelands, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the post apocalyptic <laughs> Texas, wastelands, Texas wastelands, which by are the way. incredibly hilly, apparently.
0: Yeah, oh, speaking of um, Italy, uh, that chick who plays Maida, yeah. our lead, she's from a couple. Really cool films too.
1: Ah, uh, does she is she the lead in Abraham Lincoln? No. Oh,
0: she's the lead in. Um, well, she formed a band for a short time called No Doubt.
1: <laughs> oh, no, I was joking. so excited. I thought you were going to say she was in an Italian band. And no. And I was like, get the album.
0: No, she was in A-Tour, a really cool uh, sword and sorcery film. But she was in Fulci's film Conquest, which I've been trying to get forever. And it's this really bizarre one. We will absolutely 100% cover it when we can track it down. But okay. I've never seen it, but I can't wait to see her appear in it. So she's kind of got some some cool credits to her name as well. Because this is all... This is the Italian squad who was just bouncing around from like either a sword and sorcery yeah. or a post-apocalyptic film. That's all like, they could do. Yeah, whatever was happening. Just
1: pretend it's set in America for some reason. That's
0: the best part. Why? Because all of it has to be set in. Well, because America is where the wasteland would be. It's true. Yeah, you Definitely know, Italy Texas. was like, well, if there's going to be a nuclear war, well, <laughs> no, it was all done during the Cold War, and Italy wasn't, you know, like knee-deep in the Cold War, it was definitely America. So it makes sense. Okay. Yeah, there's continuity for sure.
1: Oh, okay, (laughs) historian. (laughs) Good job, Big Ape. Way to go, Big, Big Ape. So we now know Catch Dog has used this decade of being out of the Rangers to work his way up in this rebel group, and they are headed on to this mysterious power plant that they apparently want Mm -hmm. although i can't imagine any of them figuring out how to open and close those pipes with a big wrench but
0: whatever (laughs) i'm sad that they didn't have any cool like um face makeup or helmets either
1: well they had the green makeup several of them not all of them oh and then there are some with some white and some blue makeup yeah
0: i just felt like that was a missed opportunity
1: they really could have done more. I would have, like, just seen some atomic deformities, personally.
0: Oh, for sure. You
1: know, like... Like mutants. Yeah. Not like
0: Frogtown mutants, but, like, at least some mutation. Like a
1: weird eyeball on their forehead or something. <laughs> Get, throw us a bone, guys. Anyway, they didn't. And then we have a, an old scientist who's in this, like, weird energy commune. I guess, is that how you would describe it?
0: Sure, it's very Mad Max. The whole idea, but instead of it being for like water or something or it's gas, it's
1: energy. It's yeah, I some guess. sort of some nuclear? sort of power. No, definitely not. not nuclear. But there, the old scientist is talking about energy levels, and there's some sort of issue which nobody can quite explain, but Nissus, he is going to resolve this issue that involves some amount of steam. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody gathers to watch Nissus as he heroically like uses a wrench to resolve the steam issue and save the day.
0: Oh yeah. uh, Also during this time, it's inopportune for them, but this is when the biker gang decides to attack. (laughs) And this is one of probably one of my favorite scenes. Because as they're attacking, there's an alarm going off. <laughs> <laughs> the, there is not a single doubt in my mind that the alarm is a human voice pretending to be an alarm. Wee-oo, wee-oo. Wee-oo, wee-oo. <laughs> it's, like, it's just so obnoxious. <laughs> there's no way that's an actual alarm. It, it is like space balls. I just expect to see that guy sitting there by the screen making like uh, the alarm sound. <laughs>
1: I like it. So the dirt biker gang attacks and the energy people like hop to it. They are all wearing denim overalls too. Yeah, like they look like 90% uh, of them
0: farmer warriors for some reason. Well, they're Texans.
1: And oh <laughs> Oh, is that what's happening?
0: That's what I assumed.
1: So the energy people arm themselves and they prep for battle. They also, as they're prepping for battle, run past a covered wagon.
0: Oh, yeah, that was cool.
1: (laughs) It reminds me of when I was in junior high and I was living in a small town in Montana and I flew to California. And while I was in California, somebody asked us if we... Traveled. I don't know if they were joking or serious or somewhere in between, but they asked if we had traveled there by covered wagon.
0: I'm sure they were serious. In the <laughs> 80s, I got that a lot. My grandfather, who lived in New York, when he would go to the post office to send us um, Christmas presents to New mm-hmm. Mexico, they would try and charge him uh, international fees to send to Mexico. And he would have to explain to the post office clerk that New Mexico was part of the United States. Oh my
1: goodness. <laughs> That so is, that's not... I, yeah. I don't
0: doubt it for a second. So but, in
1: Italy, they apparently in the 80s thought covered wagons were a thing of our future.
0: <laughs> you know what? I'm devil's advocate here. Still in Texas, if you're driving around, you will see covered wagons just Ugh. in people's yards. So it's not too
1: far Yeah, far-fetched. actually, having not too long ago lived in wyoming we know full well i have had to break four covered wagons in wyoming so i don't know what i'm saying <laughs>
0: yeah yeah disregard that whole last conversation <laughs> this is 100 accurate yep uh it's... they're gonna fight off the biker gang that's and coming in
1: really a long prep time lots of like scurrying about for 30 of this movie we also
0: see that um so nissus and maida have become an item but but Catchdog also has himself a babe on the back of oh, his yeah. motorcycle and everybody's shooting everybody's firing Maida grabs a gun and is like shooting people She's proves in this whole movie to be a, a she pretty don't need awesome, no man she's a pretty she's a pretty badass in she this whole movie she can
1: take care of herself
0: but the best part of this whole entire battle scene is when we get these uh what we'll call futuristic shields <laughs> Which are basically...
1: Oh, I forgot about they those. Come, yes.
0: I, well, we were both laughing so hard because yes. it's like if you took a shield and you cut out the entire center of a shield so you only have...
1: Just the, like a metal frame.
0: Like a, the border of a shield. Yeah. Like if you took a, a a canvas painting and then you just removed the canvas and you only had the wooden frame. Yes. That's what they're marching with. And we we're mm-hmm. like, what the hell is happening? How is this futuristic? But well, we find out mm-hmm. through some pretty amazing special effects <laughs> that these are like uh, laser shields.
1: Whatever shoots at them turns into blue lights.
0: Yes, and can deflect the bullets. Oh, uh, wow. So we get these Ugh. futuristic shields.
1: Well, yes, the futuristic <laughs> shields come off of... There's a very, very, very long scene of this black like truck or bus...
0: the cardboard yes
1: like the front of it has actual it's very clearly spray painted cardboard on the front of it it comes forever and ever and ever and then finally arrives the people with the shields roll off and also is that that German
0: He's like, oh yeah, the the fascist. He, leader. There's like
1: a bald guy who's <laughs> maybe wearing
0: like this weird German SS uniform, and that the transport ship is what that is. Like that's black a
1: ship. Sh- it's a. I mean the the,
0: the yes. transport vehicle is. Yes, it is very clearly spray painted cardboard.
1: At to least give in it a part, futuristic
0: mm-hmm. look. But it's funny because there's like futuristic shields. There's flamethrowers. The dirt bike guys are doing these stunts. I mean, it is. This
1: this... is where their budget was blown. I
0: loved it. Blue
1: light deflection and dirt bikers. I'm
0: all about this film. (laughs) I'm, I'm totally invested at this point.
1: And basically the dirt bikers just destroy energy plant people.
0: Yeah, and and we also start to see part of the dirt bike gang. There's this one dirt bike babe who has, like, big hair. And she just steals something from a homeless old lady and, like, shoots her. Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) Very aggressively. And all she's wearing is, like, straps, too.
0: (laughs) So cool. Uh, This is where um, I posed the question in my notes. Are they all Texans? (laughs) Because this is when I started to pick up on... um, them running around in overalls it's just
1: yeah yeah I what is know. how is this texas like we hear a hint of them saying something about rangers
0: oh yeah that's when we find out these are like futuristic texas rangers keep in mind this is called um texas gladiators
1: the, yeah there is no gladiation is Not gladiation e- a word
0: i think it is no it yeah, is sure it is there's definitely no gladiation. None. There's a lot of rangeation.
1: <laughs> but also we should say this looks nothing like any part of Texas. Texas is enormous. So the odds of it accidentally looking Texan are pretty high.
0: It's like they found anywhere that they could just find a lack of vegetation for some of the film. And they're like, oh, this looks like a desert for sure. But then but there's, then there's also other like, parts where it's like a lush forest.
1: Oh, it's so weird. <laughs> I don't
0: get it. But uh, Nis- Nisus, or Nisus? Nisus. He gets caught and tied up to a cover wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it's the law of the land out oh, here. Oh, yeah. Uh, they take Maida. This is an unfortunate scene where they force him to watch as one of the bad guys, like rapes maida
1: well they don't show it they at don't least. show it
0: but it's unfortunate because she's been such a badass up to this point but they're really like she can't fight back and, because
1: they they're threatening to kill Nisus if she yeah they got a knife submit. to his throat mm-hmm. and
0: he's chained up and there's nothing they can do which is just going to uh play into the story later of his fury towards this fascist regime that has come in because keep in mind this is all run <laughs> by, this is where we get this beautiful scene of the leader of this whole bald regime. Guy. All, he's bald. He's wearing, um, yeah, like an SS uniform. He's like
1: black and kind of German-esque. And, and he... he
0: announces he's part of the new order. Mm-hmm. And he gives this great quote where he says, We are predestined inheritors of power over this planet. He talks for so long.
1: Yes. And really, all I picked up was uh, New Order and Atomic War. This is when we go, oh, so there was an atomic war?
0: What I do like is that he's rambling on so long that even the film is cutting away and coming back to him still rambling. Like it's. it's do you like, think
1: they were like, just go ahead? Just
0: keep talking. Yeah. He's just ad-libbing at this point. But this is our main leader. Who has employed the biker gang. That's what we find out. So catch dogs like his his uh, goon, his right-hand man, who's going to capture the rangers because the rangers are the thorn in the side of the New Order.
1: These (laughs) just five dudes. And there's like 500 dirt bikers. (laughs) Whatever. It's great. Nissus now, he's in the barn still after Maeda was... Uh, accosted she's like now forced to watch this insane speech which is just adding insult to injury but nissus is in the barn with an angry cow like that cow <laughs> is so pissed it's just like Bleh! and i don't know why they don't do something about the cow but the cow's there he's angry and nissus breaks free meanwhile bald guy is still telling survivors they're gonna work for him now And then they beat the scientist, which, honestly, like, the scientist is the only dude who knows what's going on with this power plant. (laughs) He beats him up to, like, make a point.
0: You know what I love about Nysus, though, is when he breaks free, he's like this full-on killing machine. He's He's just, like,
1: running around with with
0: pure rage now, like, just killing everybody in sight. It's hilarious until... So this is probably
1: Nissa needs to like he catch needs to a chill moment. the hell
0: out. He needs to he needs to smoke something and mellow out because well
1: not even that just like maybe come up with a plan. Well, for yeah, this is what's second. crazy is he has he
0: has the um he's got the what it, what would it be called uh,
1: ingredients to succeed.
0: He's got the element of surprise on his side to, yep. in full effect. He's now disarmed and murdered many of the people who don't even know he's broken free. Yes. And he then spots Maida and loses his mind in the greatest scene of the entire film. Yes. Where he cannot contain himself. Instead of like being like, oh, okay, there she is. I'm going to come up with a cool plan because nobody knows I'm out. I can pick all these people off, rescue her. We can get the hell out. Instead, without any thought, he screams at the mm-hmm. top of his lungs. Where everybody's like, "Wait, what's even happening what right was, now?" Who's
1: screaming? Like
0: a bull, just starts charging, like pushing an people Like an angry around. cow. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got yeah. the fury of that angry, yeah. angry cow. Comes charging, screaming, announcing his whereabouts, like giving drawing of time. all the attention runs uh, the shield people line up they get in this, formation. Like, really amazing acrobatic dive he leaps o- over, over the shields.
1: just casual leap over that somebody's head do you remember the last time you did that <laughs> a casual <laughs> leap like horizontal too he jumps up and goes horizontal over shield formation guys
0: so he has fought he's a texas ranger okay killing machine he's got a wife and child he had to endure this horrible torture, watching his wife be, you know, taken or being raped. And he finally breaks free, kills all his captives. He's got the chance to rescue everybody. And he instead screams real loud, runs, jumps right at all of the captors, and they immediately just shoot him to death. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's the that's end that's of That's the end of his entire yes. scene.
1: <laughs> Bye, <laughs> Nissus, You sucked. And... Serve no real purpose. You know,
0: I, so we did this a lot when we were younger. We would watch a movie and then we would always go, wouldn't it be hilarious that the film just ended right here?
1: Oh, this would have been a great place for the credits to roll. This is
0: seriously one of our endings where we're like, wouldn't it be funny if Nisus just dove at the people and they just killed him? Mm-hmm. And that's actually what happened.
1: And yeah. And then we just skip ahead into some point in the future. Is it a day? Is it a week? Is it a month? Is it another decade? Who knows? Never clear. We're
0: in a futuristic saloon.
1: We're in a saloon (laughs) watching a game, a totally random game of Russian roulette between people we don't know.
0: (laughs) How we know this is the future is that some of the people are playing pinball and a 8-bit video game,
1: Uh which is supposed
0: to be a futuristic video game, but it's like clearly like Sega Master System style. (laughs) it's so great it's so
1: bad it's and they like, go to it a few times because they're proud of it's it it's like
0: defender on atari or something like that but it's clearly 2020
1: and then it would appear that the semi-nude texas rangers have i don't know if they broke up when nissus left or if they just continued on and now however many years in the future they've reconvened and the leader sees uh on the like on one of the gambling tables the necklace that i guess all of the rangers wear that had belonged to nissus and then he sees nissus's wife and he decides he's going to win both the necklace and maida in a game of russian, russian roulette. roulette right yeah so which
0: by the way why is there this weird texan guy who just sits around Don't challenging know. everybody to Russian roulette
1: how did he get Maida? He apparently owns her at this point. He has had no role at any point until just now
0: but we can we okay long story short, the Ranger gets Maida because they have to take turns with Russian roulette mm-hmm. so <laughs> gosh, i I keep not wanting to go into every scene, but these scenes this one's are brilliant. Important. The, the, the Texan guy is like, goes first, puts the gun up to his head, pulls the trigger. It doesn't go off. Then he's like, it's your turn. He hands it to the ranger. The ranger sets the gun and points it straight up, fires it and is like, I didn't have to put it to my head. And then the other guy who is like playing Russian roulette uh-huh. for his life is like, dang, I didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. You're cheating, but I'll take my turn now. And then grabs the gun back. Puts it to his head and blows his brains out.
1: Why did any of this happen? His <laughs> that guy just wanted to die clearly, and he was just so, gonna sit there and play until he killed himself.
0: I love that he allowed the guy to just fire the gun at anywhere but his head, and it was like good turn. Well, and it my was my time now.
1: It was weird too because one of the other rangers was like, "It's his rules here," and he like stands <laughs> up, and they're like, "Oh, okay." Right. I guess I so. I love
0: that that guy's not like, well, then I'm going to just fire the gun at the floor. He's like, dang it. I got to put the gun back to my head now.
1: Yeah. And then Russian roulette guy dies and a fight breaks out.
0: But they get taken to a mine. They get, they get captured. These two rangers, three rangers. Yes. They have to go do mine duty where they're going to like chip away at rocks, you know, for a while. We can skip forward to... They get strung up, and they're doing duty and all that. But Red Wolf, who we have not seen in a long time,
1: Red Wolf is one of the Rangers. But
0: he's like the cool Ranger.
1: Does he actually do anything cool? Yes.
0: This is where he breaks them all free because he like yes. comes and is like throwing knives and stabbing people, okay. and he's like because he's okay. like a ninja. Basically. Is
1: that what's happening? Yes.
0: He's like the token. He's the token 80s ninja in a oh, in a goodness. movie. And he, he kills everybody. They break free. There is a scene, though, where he breaks one of the rangers free. was tied up. And as part of his torture, they shoved a handful of salt in his mouth.
1: Yeah. Well, he had tried to help an old man get water. <laughs> the and man. then they shoved his mouth full of salt. Also, <laughs> like, af- once they free Salt Mouth... He's still there, like, ages later, and he's just holding the salt in his mouth, and he (laughs) spits it out, and then drinks water. If somebody shoves your mouth full of salt, what do you do? You spit it out. You're thirsty, but you don't hold the salt in your face.
0: You know what was pretty cool about this whole scene, though? Is when Salt Mouth is strung up uh-huh. and the like warden or whatever that's put him on, mm-hmm. you know, torture. Uh-huh. They shove the salt in his mouth and then he goes over to the water barrel <laughs> where they're all drinking out of ladles. Oh, Let's, yes. Let me tell you. My
1: notes say so very much ladle drinking.
0: None of them drink with anything but a ladle, which makes <laughs> no sense. But Do you, one you of want to drink with a ladle? One of the warden though? takes their... Oh, keep in mind, it's a desolate post-apocalyptic desert mine and they're in a mine and they have one bucket of fresh drinking water and the warden who's just shoved salt in his mouth is like i'll show him peas in the only bucket of water yep mixes it with the ladle which they've all been drinking out of yep. and then is like how would you like some pee <laughs> <laughs> goes to give him the pee water, and immediately that guy just uses his legs to like snap his neck and kills him.
1: Yeah, he had zero patience <laughs> the for that. Dumbest nonsense. scene. Uh, so after that, the Rangers escape, and they have Maida with them. They're driving in a car, shooting at dirt bikes. It all gets pretty chaotic from here.
0: Oh, but this is where we do discover somebody has a laser gun. Only because we (sighs) never see lasers. We see somebody pointing a gun, and then these sound effects. It's like...
1: Yeah,
0: That that was nice.
1: And they're in something of a quarry. Like this fight ends in a quarry. Yes. And then some. one of the rangers, I think it was Salt Mouth, is walking on rocks. What's he doing? And why is he taking so long to do it? He's like wandering through this quarry, like creeping and crawling forever. Is this where we
0: meet the old prospector with the missing tooth?
1: That's about here, yeah.
0: Who's <laughs> like, you want to head over that way? And he's got a tooth missing because then the rangers march into this lush massive forest yes in the desert of texas
1: yes this is after a lot of very random and nonsensical killing then they walk into a lush forest keep in
0: mind this is not like corpus christi texas this is like amarillo texas
1: anywhere in texas it's, this forest is like northern forest like
0: oh this is mountains. like pacific northwest yes. kind of or m- maybe more like italy oh do you remember right here when you were you were like Uh, this doesn't look like Texas. And then I looked up on IMDb, the the filming locations. (laughs) It didn't even give a specific. It just was a link to the map. And it just gave us a map of Italy.
1: (laughs) It was awesome. It was so great. So, okay. The four remaining crew are walking through a forest and they're being followed. And then I wrote, Oh, no. Here we go. They've decided they're going to cover natives now.
0: So we get Ugh. we get some natives, and we'll say natives with big air quotes because it is clearly middle-aged Italian men oh, wearing wigs.
1: This is so <laughs> terrible. It, it is, is offensive <laughs> to the <laughs> end.
0: Everything that's just right about 80s movies.
1: So the rangers... Um, name some random tribe names that I don't think they're real tribes. names. Oh, no, they were.
0: Yeah, no, they were like, you know, Comanche and Apache and Iroquois. Yeah, they were just like talking about these things, but it's when they were offending them because keep in mind one Italian, this like uh, middle-aged Italian with a wig on and a headband is beating a drum and then they're like we need help to go, you know, defeat this motorcycle gang and they're like we're not warriors And then they're like, oh, well, we thought you were. And Uh they just start offending them all.
1: And then they agree to fight (laughs) alongside. They're like, you've offended us enough. Well, they do a battle. Remember, the duel
0: is like one of the chiefs. Again, air quote chief. Because keep in mind, there's a scene with like a teepee.
1: Oh, it's so (laughs) So horrible. Just awful.
0: They do a battle and one of them battles. He's like, clearly you're a warrior. And then they decide that they're going to be on the gang. And oh. I just I just love everything about this scene. It's so stupid. The Native Ranger fight. They are now on the bat. Uh, you know, they're on the the side.
1: So it's going to be the Rangers and like nine thousand Native tribes fighting against the dirt bikers and the bald New Order guy.
0: And this is seriously, we are now at the end of the film where it's going to be the battle royale. Yep. Which is made up of yes, on one side we have the like five Rangers that are left plus. <laughs> the italian natives <laughs> and then we have on the other side the futuristic shield um soldiers yeah they like f- and biker
1: gangs f- fall into formation and there is maida she is wandering around with a bloodlust now oh she yeah, is for sure. out for it and catch dog catches does he catch her or does he just chase her maida
0: i don't remember I don't remember because this scene one of the one of my favorite parts of this whole scene that I was laughing at and not taking notes of what was happening because I was still laughing was there was a, a previous scene of when the like regime comes into town uh-huh. that they start oppressing all the locals. And one of the scenes is there's this old woman in a hut <laughs> and this big like beefhead comes in mm-hmm. and her whatever like 18 19 year old son tries to attack the beefhead and he's like gonna kill him and she's like spare him he's just a child and then it's implied that the beefhead like rapes the boy the like teenage I boy I think so so then flash forward to the final battle where all the locals have become armed with like whatever weapons they can find to try and fight with the rangers and there's a scene where that beefhead then is like has been attacked and is sitting there and out of nowhere comes the old woman
1: to get
0: revenge for her son (laughs) and starts like beating the guy down it's it's just I this so stupid i love it but the music during this whole entire scene what's happening
1: with this music
0: so rad so amazing i feel like i'm being taunted because several films we've done recently have had just killer scores, Uh and, like, none of them have been released. Hmm. I have um, a couple people I'm in contact with in Italy, though, and I wonder if it it was ever released over there, like, but just not in the States.
1: So back to this (laughs) battle royale. It basically concludes with a bald guy getting a hatchet to his chest. After all of this, it's like thud hatchet and chest
0: super anticlimactic. it's just like
1: hatchet to the chest
0: no hesitation
1: maida and her son who i honestly had forgotten she had a child at this point i was like oh yeah because the little kid who is i'm not even sure the gender it might have been a girl i think it was a boy
0: i think it was a boy it doesn't
1: matter she and her child reunite yes okay whatever then the natives leave and the rangers leave <laughs> The end
0: The end And uh, that's how the year 2020 uh, Went down
1: uh, So now you know what to expect As we <laughs> Prep yourself. ease you into the new year Be deeply offended For women And natives And 18 year old boys And Texas
0: <laughs> Texans Wow Wow <sighs>
1: What, I... what were the Italians doing in the 1980s?
0: Making amazing post-apocalyptic films. Uh,
1: we need to hold them accountable for this.
0: Uh, we've got a whole list of of other... This same troupe made just a ton of films, and we're going to cover them all. So if you want to know uh, what Gwen Stefani was doing in the year 2020, this is the film for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. It's It's fun. I think it's uh, a must-see for fans of 80s post-apocalyptic films, Uh fans of Italian cinema in the 80s. I think they're... it's fun.
1: Fans of creative interpretations of Texas in the future.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: Those fans are ravenous, as you know. Yes. And this was the only thing served to them.
0: Yeah, well, there you go. So... (laughs) 2020, Texas... Oh, keep in mind, this is... Uh, gladiators. Gladiators.
1: <laughs> not a single gladiator at any point.
0: No. Not even kind of. No. But... Um,
1: I, f- I feel like the Italians would understand what a gladiator is.
0: I feel like this is... um This is what they thought the Wild West was
1: like. What?
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... For those of you who have stuck with us through 2019, thank uh, you you so much. We are definitely looking forward to the countdown tonight and going into 2020. We've got some some fun ideas on the horizon. And if you like what you heard, you can follow us as always. Where You you can go to lasergraves.com and kind of stream there. But if you want to download... Anywhere where you get uh, podcasts like iTunes, you can rate us,
1: review us. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah, give a little
0: rating. That always helps. Tell your friends. But we do appreciate it. And uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at lasergraves. Our personal sites, I'm at death at 33 RPM.
1: I'm at Mariah Rose Wimmer.
0: And I don't know what we're going to kick off the the brand new year with, but who knows? (laughs) To be determined. TBD. Until then, uh, keep keep fighting those uh texas outlaws
1: oh okay (laughs) i will
0: okay yeah i was talking to you
1: thank you that's what i do on my weekends (laughs) bye bye